Hey everyone, Groovy Guy Tom here with a reissue from our back catalogue. Today we're diving into our hot take on the best and worst Zeppelin albums, featuring the stunning revelation that Groovy Guy Chris isn't really a Zeppelin fan. Enjoy. Great, here we go. Uh, number one, best slash worst Zeppelin albums. Nice. Okay. I think, I think that's a good one to start with. I reckon there'll be some uh, pretty common themes here. Yeah, me too. So let's do a whip around in the order that we started with. So, Matt, what is your favorite Zeppelin album and what is your least favorite Led Zeppelin album? This one, honestly, this is hard. I think favorite is going to be four. That is probably my all-time favorite. Uh, that thing just slaps from beginning to end. It's got some. It's got my all but one of my favorite Zeppelin songs. Well, sorry, that's actually not true. It's got the majority of my favorite Zeppelin songs on it. Um, one of my favorites, though, um, one of my favorite Zeppelin songs is um, "Fool in the Rain." That's not on there, unfortunately. Um, it's yeah. I think the worst one. I'm gonna have to say in through the outdoor, and it's it's hard to say what's the worst one because they're all good. Like I I enjoy them all. Yeah, but that that's that's my take. Interesting though that one of your favorite songs is that, on your least favorite album. That just yeah, shows how strong it is. And then that's and like it's it's a hard choice. Um, like it, I'll be honest, it's a toss up between that and Coda, for me. Oh wow, I I actually really love Coda. Same. That's interesting because Coda's actually I would rank it above three other records by them. Oh, fair enough. And maybe you know what? Maybe for me, it's just the one I've maybe listened to the least. Yeah, there's no wrong answers here. Um, you know, I went back and listened through Physical Graffiti again the other day, and just goddamn, I forgot how many amazing songs are off that album. Like it's so good, unbelievable. It it's just like great song after great song after great song. I don't care if the song is. Uh, four minutes long. I don't care if it's nine minutes long. They're all uh, amazing. Very nice. But. Mr. Lozier. Okay. So for me, uh, this is for me to pick the best album by them. It's very easy pick for me. It's Zeppelin three. Um, it's for, for me, it's like when you listen to one and two, you're getting really heavy duty blues rock. Mm -hmm. And then three, they really went on a different path with that one. And they're they're really they're kind of stretching a lot of different genres, but I think they're focusing a lot more on the blues aspect. Um, like hats off to Roy Harper, Bronner Ryer Stomp. Those are very like blues focused mm. folk focus or uh, folk focused songs. Yep. Um, Friends though, it's like it's something. It's I don't know how you can describe that song, especially for the era that it was released in. It's just like very intense folk rock that I don't think you've ever heard at the time. But for me, the song that really, and it's, it's one of my favorite songs of all time is since I've been loving you. I, yeah. I remember hearing that what song for the, for the first time. And this was like a deep cut after I had already been like, I'd already solidified Zeppelin being one of the, my favorite bands when I was a teenager. And I don't think I, I never went to Zeppelin three. I was just really focusing on one, two, four and physical graffiti mm -hmm. and it was my older brother who was like you really gotta listen to three like and and it was since i've been loving you that was the first song you listened to and then all those other songs i mentioned came after that and then you've still got that 
just punch you in the guts immigrant song that kicks it all off. Yeah. Oh, exactly, right? Yeah. Like it's it's from from front to back it's I think it's their most uh it's the one that goes from the most different genres maybe other than say physical graffiti um cuz that one is like it's very experimental but Oh yeah, that's all over the place. Since I've been loving I I I got to talk about it a little bit more. I mean, Mad- Madison Square Garden 1973, there's a clip of that uh, song being played on uh, "Song Remains the Same" um, on the record and also on the DVD yeah. that they are on the the film that they released. But there's also a deep cut of a, a Zeppelin sort of I don't know what you want to call it, like greatest hits effort. I don't know what the DVD is called, but I remember getting when I was a kid. Is it how the West was won? I don't know. I don't think it was how the West was won, but this is like an alternative take of that Madison Square Garden mm. recording. And it's different to what you hear in Song Remains the Same, but that is the all-time best. Jimmy Page really hits it out of the ballpark. Nice. And there's there's moments in that song where his guitar play is so subtle and also so heavy. And I like I there are moments in my life where I would play that song. Like there's there's a day in my life where I listened to that song probably 20 times in a row. Amazing. That's how great it was and it was like awesome i was like trying to sell i was like trying to sell my soul to the devil to be like i i th- hey if the devil's listening to me give me grant me the power to play guitar like that because that is <laughs> that is peak guitar play for me right there no the, the way you just described jimmy page is playing too is like the perfect description of him you know that that light and shade yeah yeah, like the, the the song, the song builds up, right? Like it's very, it's a very actually simply written song, but it's very long. It's an eight minute song. When when Plant's uh, vocals hits that crescendo at the end, and then it's it, it really dies down, and then and then it's that it's the it's the it's the iconic riff of that song, and then Bonham comes in with the drums again. Like it's it's a hair raiser. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I I could keep talking about that song. Like, I am just so I'm just so in love with that song. I can listen to it anytime, any place. I'll ne- I'll never get sick of it. For me, the 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 record I hate the most by them, and I really I really don't like this record. Like, Zeppelin <laughs> is one of my favorite bands. Coda actually is I think is a hot take in itself. I think it's probably their most contentious. Like, I think you either love it or you hate it, or, or That's I should say hate that you, you dislike it. But it. for me, it's presence. Presence. I feel like when they went with really? graffiti, they really they really experimented with it. They went too far off the deep end in their experimentation. Maybe it was the drugs. Maybe it was the partying. In presence, I don't think there are any really strong songs on presence. Achilles' last stand. I don't think that's that strong of a song. Second best Jimmy Page guitar solo. Yeah, but it's okay, fine. But it's just solo. Like, give me like. I, I, I have a hard time listening to that song front to back. Wow. Sure, the guitar solo is great, but it, it, it's it's such a slow buildup to get anywhere. I find the song to be really boring. I find the whole album to be very boring. In Through the Outdoor, though, Hot Dog, Fool in the Rain, like those are those are oh, strong tracks. Yeah. And for me, I would rank it above Presence. That's really that's really interesting take. That's fair. I love it. I love it. All right, Mosey, bringing out the fire. I like it. 
Okay. So um, you've given me a lot to think about, Dan. Uh, the one thing I, it's, you know, it's always hard to say like best and worst or most favorite or least favorite, favorite artists. Like for me, it's fluid and it changes. And, you know, like when I've had periods of time where I've had the opportunity to sit down and listen to discogs, like a, a band's discography from start to finish, I find different things that I, that I like about it at that time. And like mm -hmm. my ranking of albums for artists that I have a lot of time for, like bands like Zeppelin and Sabbath and Floyd, uh, it's like a constant race. It's like a never ending. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, but, you know, this is hot takes. So I gotta, I, I can't just sit on the fence. So I'm going to, I love Zeppelin three. And, and I agree with everything you said about that, Dan. I love Zeppelin four. I agree with everything you said about that, Matt. I love Zeppelin one and two for the obvious reasons. But at the moment, my favorite Zeppelin album, which I think I neglected for a long time, I just kind of didn't I underappreciated is physical graffiti. It's um, so good. It's, it's not a surprising pick. It's a beast of an album. It really is. Uh, you know, it's, it's a double LP of just cream of the crop. And like you said, Dan, they, they were pushing themselves to, to try new sounds. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was 1975. So they're quite a, you know, that's quite a time from when they released their first album. Um, and there's just, you know, like the Rover trampled underfoot cashmere. Like I know cashmere has been oh, overplayed. For, but for, for me, this is a hot take on that album down by the seaside. Uh, dude, yep. I was just going to say that. That break, so, when they go from the breakdown and then it goes back into the guitar riff, it's yeah. the smoothest transition in any Zeppelin song. And that yeah. gets me every single time. The, yeah, the thing is, so too, you can you can listen to this album because of, because of its the scale of it. You can listen to it in you know like ten times in a row and find a different appreciation point. Yeah. Each time you're listening to it, so that's why at the moment. It's on my. It's on the top of the tree for me. Yeah, it's on uh, the Rushmore of Zeppelin albums for me. Yeah, in uh, in my time of dying, another beast of a song. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So, ah oh, man, but, yeah. I do think it's like, weird that Houses of the Holy ended up on this album, and not on Houses of the Holy. Yeah, yeah, isn't that funny? That is a bit yeah. weird, but hey, it is what it is. It's a fantastic song. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not actually sure why that is. Um, but I, I actually only got a copy of this recently on vinyl, like maybe last year. I picked yeah, up a Japanese Yeah, I only got mine in the summer. Uh, but yeah, great album. And then, Dan, I for the simple fact that I love Achilles' Last Stand so much, I can't put presents at the bottom of, of the, the ladder, even though, you know, it's down there. Um, but for me, and I'll explain this, my least favorite Zeppelin album is in through the outdoor. And it's because I don't think it's a Zeppelin album. Like it, to me, it's a John Paul Jones album and it's, it's too far removed from Zeppelin's core sound that I just, I, I prefer to think of it as a John Paul Jones album than to categorize it. And then if I did that presence would be at the bottom because I just think it's so, I just think it's so far removed from the Zeppelin sound. That is, that is the hot take that I'm here for. That's fair. Yeah. Appreciate that. You said that. Cause it, you're, you're right. I mean, for the most part, Zeppelin was always mostly produced by Jay Page, right? Yeah. yeah. In, in my opinion, 
like you can talk about all the guys in that band and them being at the absolute top. Like they could all be on the, let's talk about it again. The Mount Rushmore's of singers, <laughs> guitar players, yep. drummers. Yeah. Great. The best musician in the band was John Paul Jones. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yep. absolutely. Hands down. Multi-instrumentalist and that album for, um, you know, for various reasons that was, um, plant and John Paul Jones driving that album. So, but, but really the influence of John Paul Jones is, is strong on it. And yeah, it just feels like a different vibe. Yeah, it totally does. I agree with you. Christopher, over right. to you. Uh, as you probably noticed, I'm pretty quiet on this topic. Um, I'm not like a Zeppelin fan, which. That's I mean, a hot take. Right. Which I knew, I knew about you too, Chris. And I think yeah. we've debated this a lot. This is new information. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not that I don't like Zeppelin. Um, I think I brought it up in like the group chats before. It's just like, ah, oh, my, like, I love my dad, sweet dude. But when he gets into like albums, he plays the same songs over. He's as bad as Canadian radio. He plays mm. the hits over <laughs> and over again. And as I'm hearing you guys talk about all this, like these other songs, half of them, I was like, do you know what? The name sounds familiar, but I couldn't even tell you like what the song's about or how it even sounds, what the melody is. Uh, the only album, uh, Zeppelin album, I go back to constantly is Four. It's yeah. just it's in. It's the only Zeppelin album album I have in my collection, and it gets played wow. all the time. And it's one of those ones I don't get get sick of. So for that, my hot take is I can't pick one that I don't like because I haven't actually. And it's my ignorance. I haven't dived into the, into the genre um, because I just know, you know, the radio hits and then the be best of Columbia house uh, CD that we had when mm -hmm. I was, uh, you know, uh, you know, in elementary school that was played during dinner. Right. So um, definitely hearing it now, I'm sure the, the group chat is going to flood in of where to start. Just like <laughs> recommendations, recommendations, yeah, yeah. just like when um, we jumped in with, with uh, the Rolling Stones, where it was the same thing. I kind of was yeah. like, I know this album and this album, and that's my whole Rolling Stones collection sort of thing. So, yeah, um, that's that's my hot take, is I guess I need to open myself up to, uh, to more Zeppelin. And I was going to just pick a random album and see what you guys thought, but I thought that would be, <laughs> you know, disingenuous of me. Um, I also I was, was almost prepared to hear your favorite album being Presence. Yeah, because that's just, just, that is a, a Chris Palumbo move. It'd be like, I like this genre of music. I don't like that genre of music. Yeah, right. Which is <laughs> I, one, this one. this wheel. This was that was the only topic I was like, and I knew it was going to land on it. Look, I even have this like ready. Nice, ready nice. to go. It was the one I didn't want. I was so ready for you two, and I was so ready for best song. And I was so like, the one Please. thing I will say with like Zeppelin is I think. Honestly, the best songs of theirs aren't even played on the radio. Yeah. Agreed. Like, See, like there's so many good right like point. There's so many like bomb songs that have probably never touched like a lot of people probably don't even know them because they've never like they don't hear them on the radio, which is kind of sad because it's their biggest body of work. Uh or sorry, some of their best body of work. Um, you know, one song that sticks out to me is Going to California. Um, it's yeah. funny. There's there's a, a funny story. I was listening on a podcast uh, early last week and it shows up at the end of 
entourage as this show is kind of wrapping up. And uh, as you guys probably know, Led Zeppelin's very, very cautious with how they license their music out to other shows or commercial advertisements and stuff like that to feature their songs. And um, this was one of the few that they actually let happen because they presented it to them all at the same time. I guess this is something that ha- that this is just one way that, that they kind of work. They all have to know that they're all getting it at the same time. One's not getting more than the other one. And they agreed to let it fly. Um, and then once the episode aired, it ended up becoming one of the most uh, sh- it ended up becoming one of the most uh, Shazam songs in that time period. And wow. it actually what's really cool is it kind of opened up the band's eyes to see, wow, there's actually still this uh, market for our music uh, in the modern age. So they've been a little more friendly with licensing out their songs mm. as of late. Um, the only other one that kind of, the only other film that kind of sticks out to me where they've um, allowed their music to be played is almost famous when they're on their way to New York city. What you got, Tom school of rock, Jack. Yeah, Black, that's right. You're right. Sorry. I yep. forgot about yep. that. So that's good. my bad. Yeah, Actually, the, the story the story behind that is that knowing that Zeppelin had had reluctance to give away copyrights to their songs for film, Jack Black during during one of the scenes where he's playing the show at the at the at the venue at the at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he had he presented a video to release to Jimmy Page and Robert Plant who had the rights to that song at the time and saying. Is, and and basically like pleading to them, and you can you can actually find this on YouTube. It's like that's cool. And then that it's saying cool. like, please let us have the rights to this song. It would make this scene so epic. And then it's Jack Black playing immigrant song. Amazing. Oh, wow. That's so amazing. That's like, and so like and so that when Jimmy, when I'm sure when Jimmy and Robert Plant saw that, like yeah, like, this is a movie about rock and roll. In the while Jack Black is saying like you know a movie about rock and roll needs to have a zeppelin song in it and to me yeah. the zeppelin song needs to be in there is immigrant song and then he starts singing immigrant song and he actually in, in jack black fashion absolutely so, nails it so nice. good he's all yeah. i love him and i love that movie yeah movie he's been all over the internet lately he's great he's yeah, hilarious he his, his social media is hilarious yeah i was so excited star wars day he did some some good stuff <laughs> oh i didn't see that i got to see that Check out his Instagram. Everybody, like check this. out check out the other Groovy Guys podcast where we just talk about Jack Black. All yeah, <laughs> that can be a whole episode. Oh, that would be a good episode. Jack, if you're listening, please come on the show. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh, right. Wow, that first hot take was fire. I loved that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. The Groovy Guys are Tom Kennedy, Dan Lozier. Chris Palumbo, and Matt Carvalho. With your host, Tom Kennedy. Music by Dan Lozier. Post-production by Matt. And album art by Chris. Chris.